Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. What's going on, everybody? RJ Ochoa here from SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. Hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you're having uh, hopefully a nice end of your weekend. I'm recording this on Sunday, August the 20th. It is 4.05 Central Standard Time. The Cowboys kept us all up late on Saturday night with their preseason game on the road against the Seattle Seahawks. So like I said, hopefully you're able to, you know, if you didn't get to sleep late, maybe catch a nap making some dinner, who knows, whatever the case may be. I do want to let you know now, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, that this episode, this emergency episode, so to speak, is available as a podcast on the Blog and the Boys podcast network. So to our podcast listeners, uh, I am recording a video and some audio at the same time. Uh, this is an important subject, so we wanted to make sure that we attacked both the YouTube channel and the podcast network because, you know, it's that time of year. It's football season, and we're here uh, gathered today on Sunday afternoon. Uh, and I think time is always important when it comes to things like this because the last time we spoke, actually following the post game or at, during the post game, rather, here on the Block and the Boys Network, um, we talked about the injuries the Cowboys had sustained. There were four players that left the Cowboys, lost to the Seahawks on Saturday night uh, with injuries of different kind. Obviously, DeMarvion Overshone, and it was reported after the game that the Cowboys feared a torn ACL for him. The Cowboys also saw John Stevens Jr., promising tight end, leave the game with a knee injury. The Cowboys also saw Matt Walletsko, uh, second-year offensive tackle, leave the game with a shoulder issue. And the Cowboys also saw Sheldrick Redwine leave the game with injury. Well, uh, the worst fears were confirmed on Sunday afternoon. The Dallas Morning News reported first uh, that Cowboys third-round rookie linebacker DeMarvion Overshone did, in fact, tear his left ACL which, of course, means that he will miss the entire season, his entire rookie season. Uh, there's no way around this. There's nothing else to say other than that this is terrible. This is awful. This is horrible. Uh, you never want to see injuries happen to any player, any team, in any sport, anywhere, uh, at any time. And DeMarvion Overshone had had such a promising start to his NFL career. Uh, obviously, he was all over the place in training camp, and he was incredible in the first preseason game. And even the play that he was injured on, I think, was an example of the quickness and the lateral speed that we've kind of come to know from him even in such a short time uh, so the fact that he's not going to have to miss his entire rookie season is such a tough blow and unfortunately like I said there's a lot to get to fellow rookie undrafted rookie John Stevens Jr. the talented tight end who we made a big argument for on our roundtable show last week will also miss the season also with a torn left ACL that was also reported by the Dallas Morning News. So the Cowboys now in a situation where two of their promising rookies, and they have a lot of them, but two of their really promising rookies in DeMarvion Overshone and John Stevens Jr., both torn left ACLs, both out for the 2023 season. It is horrible. Again, no matter any way you look at it, um, I think that DeMarvion Overshone was going to challenge for a much more important role on the team this year than John Stevens Jr. I think we, what we like about John Stevens Jr. has a little bit more to do with the future. Certainly he can help uh, in terms of pass catching abilities in the red zone, things like that. But the Cowboys are fortunate to have a lot of players and a lot of pass catchers that can help in that department, but still a talented player for the future nonetheless. Uh, so to lose both of them is just terrible. And again, 
um, you know, an example of, of how, you know, things and, and fate can turn in the NFL. Uh, now, for what it's worth, just to kind of cover all bases, uh, as far as, again, the time that we're having this conversation was also reported. Or there, Excuse me, I should say there was a, an update of sorts reported on Matt Willetsko, ESPN's Todd Archer, the first to get to this. It does appear, according to Todd Archer, that Matt Willetsko is going to be all right. The shoulder injury that Matt Willetsko sustained on Saturday night was not the shoulder that dealt or that he dealt with an injury with all season long last year, his rookie season. So uh, that was good news in and of itself. Obviously, you know, an injury is a serious thing, uh, but it does appear like he's going to be okay. And, um, you know, I've written um, some takeaways that I don't think are at our site quite yet at the time I'm doing this video, but uh, they will be. And they were kind of takeaways from the game and takeaways, um, you know, a day later, having some time to think on it, et cetera, et cetera. I did the same thing last week. I do it every week. Um, and one of them, you know, I wrote it at the time, not understanding what the injury situation uh, was with any of these players. And with Matt, well, let's go. Part of the conversation was, well, you know, this Cowboys offensive line, the depth of it uh, doesn't look that great. And, you know, that that depth, it doesn't even look great, maybe without Matt. Well, let's go. Right. And, and thankfully, it doesn't appear that that's going to be the case. But, you know, the Cowboys do have something, you know, to kind of work on, at least when it comes to their offensive line. I think we, we agree with that as far as, again, um, the reserves behind their five starters. Uh, but that question, that line of thought, that sort of topic is very relevant with regards to the two injuries that are going to be season long. Now, the Cowboys have a bevy of options at tight end. Obviously, we believe in Jake Ferguson and Luke Schoomaker had a, a nice sort of showing on Saturday night. Peyton Hendershot um, had a rough start to the game. Uh, Sean McEwen, I think if you're looking for players who may make the roster that were in jeopardy, uh, Sean McEwen might now have a spot on the Cowboys 53-man roster. If Sean McEwen doesn't make this 53-man roster in light of the John Stevens Jr. Uh, conversation, because that's what this was about, right? We had this whole conversation last week on the blog on the Boys Roundtable. We said, you know, there was an argument for uh, putting John Stevens Jr. on the roster in place of Sean McEwen. Well, obviously, if John Stevens Jr. is not a part of your roster calculus because of the injury now, somebody like Sean McEwen can make the team when he may not have otherwise done so. Now, there still are other positions that maybe the Cowboys could go long at. Maybe the Cowboys decide to keep Hunter Lipke, uh, things like that. So nobody's 100% safe, uh, and nobody is a, a, a winner in all of this. But if you're looking for how this impacts the roster, it is somebody like Sean McEwen who now may have a roster spot when he may not have when the Cowboys initially began their game against the Seahawks. Things were a little bit uh, more clouded at the linebacker position because, right, you know, when when you talk about the Stevens Jr. injury in the Cowboys tight end position group, you talk about the number of options the Cowboys have. They're unproven, right, but at least they have options. Now, I will be honest and say that one of the biggest questions I had about this Cowboys group as a whole, offense or defense or special teams, uh, when the Cowboys first landed in Oxnard was their depth at linebacker. We all believe in Leighton Vanderish, but we know that there are injury concerns there as well. And he's done a great job of kind of distancing himself from those 2019, 2020 days. But you never know the way things can go, as evidenced by Saturday night. Damone Clark has really played well so far uh, to this point, And I think we're all bullish on his development and his growth in year two in the NFL. Um, so you've got that going on. But outside of that, there really was nothing. There was no at least kind of proven anything. And DeMarvion Overshone stepped up and really kind of filled that void and gave the Cowboys a kind of tried and true classic off-ball linebacker to work with, um, especially if they are going to be utilizing Leighton Vander Esch as a pass rusher, you know, along the edge, things like that. I mean, again, just kind of exploring different tentacles of all of this. Um, and, and so now you don't have Overshone. So now who's your highest point of depth, right? Like who's your immediate depth linebacker? Is it Jabril Cox? 
Um, and it's crazy how fast time moves in the NFL because once upon a time we were sitting here and we were talking about being so excited about Jabril Cox, and now it's like it's Jabril Cox, like that's that's the answer. And so I don't know. I I would offer that if you ask me right now, and everybody's obsessed with the Cowboys kicker, and and I understand that, and I've been obsessed with the Cowboys kicker before in the past. I'm fine with Brandon Aubrey right now. It's a bummer that he didn't get to attempt a single field goal in Seattle. Things just didn't work out that way. But if there are two positions that the Cowboys need to look to addressing right now by way of adding veteran free agents, players who are still on the market, et cetera, et cetera, um, I, I think interior offensive line is, is one of them. I mean, it, it would not hurt to have some some more stable presence, um, you know, in terms of reserve roles. Uh, but the other one is now the linebacker position. And we saw the Cowboys, in fact, a year ago, bring in Anthony Barr, who has had a couple of cups of coffee in terms of visits right now across the NFL with the New Orleans Saints and the New York Giants. Um, and, and, and so, I mean... You're kind of at that place. I don't think this is a place of panic uh, because we know the Cowboys have these kind of hybrid linebacker roles anyway. So it's not like they're dependent on three different players. But again, your kind of primary reserve and DeMarvion Overshone is now gone. You're, you know, it's not the kind of emergency that qualifies you to smash the glass and, and you know, get the fire extinguisher. But the fire extinguisher is gone. Right. So if the fire happens now, you don't have that extinguisher to put out the problem that would arise in that particular case. And so the Cowboys have to go out and get sort of another option because an NFL season is very long. An NFL season is a battle of attrition. And we all know that we've talked about it a million times. And so that is kind of the the football reality of where we are at with the DeMarvion Overshone injury and certainly the John Stevens Jr. injury. Uh, the Cowboys have some work to do, obviously, and they'll be doing it now from their world headquarters. The Oxnard portion of training camp is, in fact, over. The Cowboys will resume uh, their practices at the Star and Frisco. They have one more preseason game next Saturday against the Las Vegas Raiders. And then it's kind of batten down the hatches, finalize the 53-man roster, and get ready for the New York Giants on September 10th. But we wanted to make sure that we had a little bit of discussion, a little bit of an emergency kind of episode, if you will, uh, in light of this news. Our thoughts, our prayers, our best wishes are with DeMarvion Overshone and John Stevens Jr. in their road to recovery. My name is RJ Ochoa. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or threads at RJ Ochoa or on TikTok at RJ.Ochoa. Uh, you can send me an email if you would like, rj.ochoa at spnation.com. You can also do me a favor and you can have the best day of all time. I hope you have the greatest day ever. Um, you know what? Because you deserve it. So uh, with all that being said, thanks so much for hanging out, everybody. We'll see you next time.